Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here we go, Jamie. Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna beat the Bengals? Who they? Who they? Who they say gonna beat the Bengals? No! To be lame, but who they got high? And now we're missing Marvin, and I know why. Hey, because who they got high? Because who they got high? Because who they got high? And welcome back to Fuck, Fuck You, We, we like, like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert, and sitting across from me, as always, is... Your co-host, V.A. Bennett. And sitting to my left, V.A.'s right, is guest... Rachel Kirkland. Rachel Kirkland. How are you doing this week, Rachel? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, you're a... Uh, you're not a cop. You're a... You're all around the comedy scene all the time. You know all of us. I do. Most of you probably know me. Nice. Maybe it, not my name, but my face. You've, we've seen your face before. You probably know all of our jokes. Yes. Unfortunately. Well, she has some of her own today. So. <laughs> yes, she does. The tables have turned. Yes, she does. Uh, tell us about, about yourself while you're here. So, I am originally from Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, so. New York. We're going to get to that. <laughs> here and I am. That team to roast a bit. my... My loins. <laughs> Roast your loins. <laughs> um, I'm excited about it, though. We've yeah. done this in the past. Like, we've had uh, a couple years ago, we had a friend of the pod, Jake Head, who was a comedian from Jacksonville. He oh. hosted the Jacksonville Jaguars with us. Well, perfect. I mean, I wasn't on this episode. This is before I was on. It's a great team to roast. It is a fun team to roast. <laughs> this is back when they had Blake Bortles. Oh, Blake oh, yeah. Bortles. Creme de la crap. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mr. INT himself. Oh. Now he's a backup on the Rams. Well, I'm not mean, mistaken. At least they have like Dream Big. Dream Big. <laughs> yes, you're from Buffalo, New York. I am. Um, when did you move to Cincinnati? Five years ago. So I uh, left Buffalo happily when I was 22 and moved around the country for a while and then uh, landed here. What do you do here now? Um, I work for a healthcare company. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's not the best job, but it is a job. Well, I mean, do it. we are out. On weeknights until the wee hours of the morning, talking about our peni. Yes. <laughs> to strangers, so I wouldn't say that what you have is a bad okay. job. Okay, <laughs> okay, let's be real here. It's not always two strangers. It's either two. It's either two complete strangers or everyone we know. True. Right. Yes. At right. Just all the open mics that we all regular at. Well, fact of the matter is, I'm just happy that anybody is listening to us say anything either. Out there or here right now. Exactly. So, Rachel, thank you for joining us yeah, on the cast so today. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Vincent Antoine, how was your week, bud? My week, uh, it, it was it was all right. Uh, oh, what well, happened? Uh, well, the Village Tavern show that always goes on was really, really awesome. That's a fun show, man. It's a lot of fun. I was happy to do that again. But I had, like, this weird, like existential crisis this week don't we all yeah i um i i bought a pair of work pants okay okay <laughs> which you know you need those and at first i was happy to get them but at the same time i was like damn like this is an article of the most restricting clothing you could possibly oh, have yeah just pants in general yeah like, do, do you want to wear pants if you don't they have to determine how you <laughs> walk right like, like they, they're too tight, you're going to walk yeah. like an asshole. Yeah, and if and you're, you're working while yeah. you're in them. If you're working, yes. they're gripping your balls in whatever way the man is telling you they're supposed to. And on top of that, yeah, same. you do that thing that you don't want to do, which is work, and you make money to buy those things you don't want to buy to yes. feel a way that you don't want to feel. And it like really kind of spiraled me down like this weird hole. But the reason I did it is because I got a promotion at work. <laughs> 
So I don't really know uh, where to draw the line, but let's just say uh, I'm happy. You're happy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. technically that should be a tax write-off. Yeah, it should, and it probably is, but I really don't uh, have the acumen to uh, crunch those numbers. I guess. I mean, do you even do your no, taxes? I, somebody does my taxes. Okay. I'm like, somebody. Yeah, like friend, H, friend of the family. Like just in case you're listening, IRS, his taxes are done. Oh no, no, no! They're certainly done. It's like it's a friend <laughs> of the I mean, family. I hope so. It's football. Okay, season. I thought we were talking about football, guys. <laughs> We're gonna get to that the end. Don't Wesley snipes me right now. <laughs> no. uh, not to change the subject. Uh, Alex, how was your week, man? My week was really good. VA, how are your taxes? Okay. <laughs> you know, I spent my whole tax money uh, on a pamphlet wondering how Alex's week was. So <laughs> you can go ahead and tell us about that. Well, that's a, a great uh, three uh, cents, VA. How are your taxes? <laughs> <laughs> this is a taxing conversation, let me say. Um, oh, that was a good segue, VA. Thank you. Still your turn, though. Um, <laughs> Uh, my week was good, man. Uh, I went to Kings Island two days in a row. Nice. Have, have you been hey, to Kings Island yet? I have, yeah. Um, the, what's the water park called? Uh, uh, Beach Water Park. Or well, no, no, the one called, in Kings Island? Uh, it's uh, Soak City. Yeah, Soak City. <laughs> I, I mainly know that because of that a local comic and friend of the pod, Jeremy Johnston. Uh-huh. Yeah, he has a joke. I forget what the joke is. It's talking about uh, Soak City isn't like a sex position, but it could it's be a, or something. Ooh. Which is a... Which is a good name, which isn't a name for great sex, but it could be. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It, well, I mean, like, that's what I call it. I think that joke did really well on, like, r slash stand-up shots. Yeah. <laughs> on Reddit or something like that. Oh, I'm that. sure it did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I went there uh, two days in a row. I uh, I usually go every year for um, Procter & Gamble weekend. Oh, I love that. Because, oh, it's, because the best part about it, there are zero lines. How yeah. much gambling is there? Well. <laughs> How much Procter is there? Um... <laughs> I will say for the gambling thing, I play a lot of games every year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I... Love a stuffed animal. I spent, no exaggeration, $100. <laughs> Go hard. Yes. King's Island. On what? Go. Um, so every year, my favorite game at um, King's Island is the three-point challenge. You've got to tell me what that is. It's basically you're just shooting three pointers and making as many as you. Oh, can. okay. So it's a basketball game. It's like you go. It's like around the world. You have like four basketballs per rack, and you make as many as you can and you try to win prizes. Yeah. Nice. Um. So the and that costs money. It does. Uh. This. It's like. It was like five dollars a play, and I played a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like a special occasion every year. I don't mind. It's just. It's a fun thing I do. So wait, you went two times, like. Why Why were uh, you allowed in there that often? Well, <laughs> I went, uh, first day I went there was with a friend. Um, she had an extra ticket, and we all, we just tagged tag along together. Uh, and the second day I went with the uh, friends of the pod, Lee Kimbrell and Andrew Rudick. Shouts. And yes. their girlfriends. They're all awesome people. Oh. So the first day I went there, I, I was with my friend Tori, and I told her, like, she was a big, she was a big Warriors fan, so I'm like, there's a giant Steph Curry basketball. It's like a little inflatable thing. And I'm going to win that for you because I'm a good friend. Oh, sweet. That's and it's a meet- Chivalry's not dead. No. It's, it, I don't think it is. Dude, my dreams so are. The, so the <laughs> first time, my first attempt, um, you get 12 possible shots. And it's sort of like one day I uh, set the high score and then later on beat my own high score, which is true. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. But the first attempt I had, I put up a goose egg. Oh. Oh, in front of her, too. Wow. I just felt like an asshole. So I spent, like, uh... 
Moral like of that story almost, is I you're spent, still single. Right, yeah. No. Yes. You should have spent that $100 on Luberderm and maybe just uh, took one at, at home that day, right? Yep. So, so Vivian, how are your taxes? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> um, now, my taxes are good. I don't know why I keep doing that. But, um, so, no, anyway, um, I ended up, my last uh, attempt, I think it was my $100, um, I actually got 10 points. Which qualified me for the Steph Curry Prize. And for the Woo! U.S. Olympic team at this point. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yep. I did set the high score. I felt really good. Um, but I just had a good time uh, at Kings Island uh, with my friends. And I, uh, if anyone has $100, there's a GoFundMe online. <laughs> it's uh, fuckyoulikethebangles.gofundme.com. Uh, this is a fake plug. I'm just doing it to kill time. Well, listen, man. I'm glad that you had a good time, but you know who didn't have a good time? Bengals oh fans. Oh, my. What the fuck happened last week? We got destroyed. Oh, uh, destroyed. Oh, my God. It was uh, 41 to 17. Now, also, I was going to say, I went uh, I went to Kings Island on Sunday, like from 1 p- or like from like 12 p.m. to like 7 p.m., so this was while the Bengals game was happening, so I couldn't watch the game. And I'm, che- I'm checking fantasy scores and shit. So I'm just like, I'm seeing the Bengals, the, the 49ers just like get more points. I'm just like, all right, the Bengals can get a touchdown here. And then next thing I know, I check, and the 49ers get another touchdown. I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, I mean, I was actually, um, I was working at a restaurant. I don't think it really merits the promotion right now to say it on this podcast. I know, I know where it is. You know where it is. <laughs> But I'm, I just yeah, mouthed it to But uh, yeah, like we weren't very busy, so I, I got a lot of time to stand up by the bar and watch it with some regulars and have some very candid conversations. Oh boy. While I'm sitting there, you know, caked in garlic shrimp juice or, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, that was my Sunday too. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even work. No, I didn't. Yeah. I slept. It was <laughs> <laughs> Saturday. Yeah. Oh boy. But it started off promising. Uh, you know, like the Niners scored really quickly. I was like, okay, it that was sucks. The, the Jimmy G to Marquise Goodwin touchdown. And he was wide open. Like, Okay, not only that, every 49ers touchdown, they just made it look easy. Effortless. Effortless. Like the running touchdowns, the, the Marquise Goodwin touchdown, there was no one within 15 yards. I mean, the him. guy's an Olympian. Oh, yeah. And he was a Bill. Oh, but. He was a Bill. <laughs> he was. <laughs> no, it was, it was actually uh, so disheartening, especially after the week one start. Yes. Like where they put our... I don't want to say expectations because we do this. What's the definition of insanity? We're not going to pretend like well, you get it. The power of positivity. I know I'm not finishing yes. my sentences, but I think you know where I'm trying to go with this. It was just disheartening to see them not uh, complete what we thought that they were going to be. Able because to week one, we had, I don't know if you remember, we had, let's be honest, we had such low expectations for week one. No. None. And then the Bengals surprisingly did pretty well against a really good Seahawks team. They did. Yeah, and then they just come up in the next week against the 49ers. Which is not a really good team either. They looked pretty good. Well, okay. I mean, fuck. If you eat a booger, the child doesn't become amazing while the booger... You know what? Because last last year, um, (laughs) or uh, the year that... The year before Garoppolo got his big contract, the 49ers went like 1-10 and and then put Garoppolo in. And then they won the rest of their games that year, and that's how Garoppolo made his money. Well, I guess they are two and zero now. Right? They are two and zero, uh, and now they're upcoming opponent. The Bills are two and zero, and now the Seahawks two and zero, which means that the Bengals have a one thousand strength of schedule. Like they, it's the best strength of schedule you can possibly have. Well, perfect. Yeah. So, um, and I will say a bright spot to me. Um, I think Andy's been a bright spot. Yeah, I really do. He's my guy. certainly bright. Yeah, <laughs> we've established that for years. <laughs> very, very bright uh, spot on the top last of his year, or Real This bright. week Real he bright. had uh, he was twenty six of forty two, uh, three hundred and some. I think three hundred around three hundred ten passing yards, two touchdowns, one to Tyler Eifert, one to John Ross in garbage time. Garbage. And uh, he had a pick. He had one pick. He was lucky he didn't have like two more. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I mean, I don't. Like I said, I was working, so I didn't have my eyeballs glued to the tube as I would have liked to. But I think it's kind of better that I didn't because I, yeah. I, I just got out of a suicidal phase, you know. <laughs> mm. And so, yeah. and so many bang- like Bengals fans. How do you feel now? Oh, Bengals yes. fans. <laughs> so I had to watch the game uh, yesterday, which 
it was weird watching it, knowing no. that it should. It was just, I'm like, what am I doing You're with myself? Masochist. I mean, how did you guys feel about it going into it? Like, did you have expectations I had a, I had that they were at least like, put up yeah. a fight? Yes. Based okay. on what happened with the Seahawks game, okay. I thought that for sure they would at least not yeah. have that score be the yeah. score. No. You know? But that's kind of what it is to be a Bills fan. Yeah, we have a lot of congruence as Bengals and Bills fans. Yeah. And also, yeah. the Bengals and Bills have kind of a bromance. Oh, but don't even get me started. Huge I bromance. would, I mean, given the opportunity, Andy Dalton's going to get a really enthusiastic hand job. <laughs> that motherfucker um, made my year. I remember <laughs> where I was when I was watching that game. Oh my God, I was where in the car and I was kicking him. the inside of, I was kicking the dashboard screaming at the top of my lungs. In Hamilton, of all places, which is like the worst place you could be ever. I remember or the I most was, conspicuous too. <laughs> I was in. A, I was so excited. I was in a bar in Clifton. It was right before. It was on New Year's Eve. Yeah. It was right before a DJ gig. It was a New Year's Eve DJ gig, and I was just hanging on the bar, and I was playing pool with a buddy of mine. Right before that play, he went to go to the bathroom, and that play happened. I just started cheering, just going ape shit, and I told him like. Dude, the Bengals just scored a touchdown on fourth down. Yes, yes. And the entire of city of Buffalo just erupted into a fucking orgy. It I was incredible. I very much remember that. <laughs> I re- like, that next day, I vividly remember spending hours watching reaction videos. Oh, and yeah. Tearing up. Dude, I mean, I cried. I, 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 I cried. I'm a Bengals fan, and I cried. Yeah. Was, I cried on yours behalf. It was well, allergies I mean, for me. Yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> You've been there and been through what I the remember, Bills fans have put uh, you through. So. True. <clears throat> like, uh, Summer Sanders even put up a reaction video. She's a, you know Summer Sanders? I do know. Used to, Olymp- Olympic swimmer, used to always figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, she put up a reaction She's a Bills video. fan? Yeah, she's a Bills fan. Never knew that. I wouldn't have known that, but she Be put up a video. Be surprised we're out there. <laughs> we out there, though. <laughs> so we digress from our tangent. Yes. Yes. The Bengals, um, Andy Dalton's been a bright spot. Uh, like I said, he was. There were a couple passes he had that were right in the hands of 49ers. They dropped him. There was one play, I forget who the DB was, but he caught or he. Uh, it was right to him. He dropped it. It was like if he had caught it, would have been a pick six. Oh yeah, that was pretty early in the game. Yeah, too. it was pretty early, and then like he dropped it, and then he kicked it. Oh like, yeah, for the yeah. Yeah, they gave him like they a, call it. They call it delay of game. They called it delay of game. I thought it should have been unsportsmanlike conduct. Which would have been like I think 15 it was more delay to. game because he like he kicked the ball like. Well, I think it was more unsportsmanlike conduct because he kicked the ball. It's like spiking a ball in basketball is going to get you a technical, right? Yeah. So what's the goddamn difference? That's also a delay a game. Okay. But that's not what they. I'll give you. You know. Um, but to the weak spots, which is pretty much everything else, yeah. the rushing game has been atrocious. Yeesh. Fifty-nine total yards. Of rushing in general. Now that is when I hadn't heard. That's I, that's too. I looked this stat up. There have been four individual rushes in the NFL this season that have gone for longer than the entire Bengals rushing totals for the two years for for the two games. Yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't look that bad in the first week. I don't. I don't know what wasn't gelling here. I don't know. I would love to know. I hope the that offensive they know. line. Yeah. So that's probably why Mixon was so frustrated. But Well, Mixon led the AFC in rushing in 2018, which is partially because a lot of the other AFC running backs are either not workhorses or the ones that were were out for a couple weeks. Yeah. Granted, Mixon was out for a couple yeah. weeks. But if you have the leading rusher in the AFC putting up nothing in two games – I think that's gotta that's gotta be on the O line. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just not gonna get it done. No, it's not gonna get it done at all. And uh, like we got shell with injuries, like CJ Uzama got hurt, Andre Smith got hurt, Michael Jordan got hurt. Michael Jordan's out the next game. Andre Smith and CJ Uzama are both questionable. Andre uh, Smith has been questionable his entire career. He oh, that piece of shit. <laughs> He's been brought back what three times? Yeah, something like that. It's been really bad. Too many. And. Um, we haven't even touched the defense yet. The defense has been, especially last game. Like, the first game, they were pretty good. They were getting to Russell Wilson. 
This game, they just put up a sh- they put up a stinker. They literally looked like a pee wee football team, <laughs> just getting outclassed. They looked like they were trying to play flag football instead of football. Right. Uh, like I said, they get up. They gave up forty one points, five hundred and seventy one yards total. That's insane. And two hundred and fifty nine of which is on the ground, which screams running back or not or running back troubles too, but uh, linebacker troubles. Yeah. Yeah, they only like I said, they've only had five line, linebackers on like on their roster. They had Vigil and Preston Brown, former Bill. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I forget who else. It doesn't fucking and matter. And Pratt. Yeah. But anyway, and we are gonna remain positive this year. We are gonna remain positive. Perpetually propels. The power of positivity the power, perpetually the theme. propels. I mean, it was a bad week last week, but we do want to remain positive. Next week is a new week. We're going to be going to New Era Field. We're going to be taking on the Bills. We're going to get to them in just a second. Like I said, it's the power of positivity. And you know what? Even though the Bengals are bad, you know who's worse? The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. Let's Let's roast roast the Buffalo Bills, (laughs) shall we? Yes. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Let's roast the Buffalo Bills, starting with... The mascot, Billy Buffalo. I said, Billy Buffalo looks like a lion who got 100% bruised up because of all the times he's jumped onto folding tables. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Billy the Buffalo may look weird at first, but he's really a perfect embodiment of the Buffalo culture. I mean, he's blue from either coldness or sadness, <laughs> and he has no genitals. But he's still horny, though. <laughs> you have anything, Rachel? I don't. Ah. That's fine. Uh, VA, you said that you had something on New Era Field. Well, honestly, I didn't even know that it was a New Era. I thought it was still called uh, the Ralph. Uh, it was nicknamed the Ralph back in the day. Which, Ralph Wilson Stadium. Exactly. Which I ma- thought it was up until like 10 minutes ago. Right. And it makes sense based on the way that it smells. Just straight vomit. Um, I uh, don't think that it's any coincidence of its proximity to Niagara Falls and people throwing themselves off the edge. <laughs> Yep, it sucks to be a Bills fan. Um, so they shut down Abbott Road, which is the road that's in front of the stadium. Okay. Um, and they didn't used to do that because where you park is on the other side of Abbott Road. Um, but they had to start doing it because Bills fans were getting hit by cars walking to the game, which I think, as a Bills fan, is the best fate you can ask for yes. as a Bills fan. <laughs> it is. It is. And um, after that, uh, the owner, Terrence Pegula... Um, Pagula. Terrence Pagula. Thank yep. you for... Uh, he is the uh, unofficial king of Buffalo. He is. <laughs> owns two sports teams because uh, one the Bills wasn't the, enough. The Bills and the Sabres. Uh, Terrence Pegula, uh, Pagula. Terrence Pagula looks like a guy who Pegula. wants to take away the rights of anyone named Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> that is a man that loves both disappointment and wasting money. And on that note, Terry, if you're listening, I am for sale. <laughs> <laughs> VA, what do you got? I hate him. Uh, I said, Terry Pagula looks like Mitch McConnell if he drank Diet Coke (laughs) instead of the Tears of Children. (laughs) Mitch McConnell, that was good. All right. And then the GM, Brandon Bean. Do you guys have him? Oh, McBean. McBean? Buffalo's not loving it. I said, Brandon (laughs) Bean looks like Urban Outfitters Meyer. If he's a bean, he can go flick himself. <laughs> oh! hey <clears throat> We're going to move on to those, that head coach, Sean McDermott. Said Sean McDermott looks like Bill Burr if he was constantly stuck in trying to impress his new girlfriend's parents for the first time. <laughs> I think that uh, Sean McDermott looks like if John Kidna worships Satan instead. <laughs> so Buffalo is only one degree of separation from hell. <laughs> That's true. I can confirm that. You can confirm um, that. If hell had frozen over because it's a fucking tundra. Sean McDermott looks like he lures kids to his windowless van with chicken wings. <laughs> now, the wings may be boneless, but the kids certainly won't be for long. <laughs> Just know that something is definitely getting covered in ranch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, he is a pedophile. Quarterback Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, several years ago, Josh Allen was criticized for using racial slurs on Twitter, which unfortunately overshadowed his use of homophobic slurs on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta expand the brand, baby. 
Yeah, he did. What do you got, VA? I mean, at 6'5", Josh Allen's large stature can draw comparisons to Lenny from Of Mice and Men. And his quarterback IQ can draw the exact same comparison. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a cannon, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, Twitter aside, Josh Allen's done some good things in his young life. Um, he has received numerous awards as a young man for his agricultural work. Okay. Knowledge. Um, including a rank in the top four in the nation in diversified crop production okay. All right. of cantaloupe, cotton, and wheat. Welp, cotton won't be the only thing getting picked this season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, back to Twitter. Josh Allen has, in, fa- in fact, made some very questionable tweets, including, <laughs> if it ain't white, it ain't right. <laughs> Punches Beanie Boy Faggot in the throat. Several tweets with the N-word in them. Those are for me. And feeling extremely blessed to be a member of the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's pretty much everything that every person yep. in Buffalo has ever said. That so. last one's unforgivable, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it's, it's completely unforgettable. <laughs> Forgivable also. I'm sorry I said the F-word it's okay, the just, microphone. It's okay. Tanner, post. Tanner, post. You can bleep <laughs> yeah. that if you want. Uh, we're going to move on to the backup, uh, also known as uh, the... Guy number 276 in the guy that sucks at quarterback from USC now competition, Matt <laughs> Barkley. Uh, Matt Barkley is a former Cincinnati Bengals, so uh, the move to Buffalo has probably uh, got to make him feel like a prime candidate for suicide watch. <laughs> uh, happy Prevention Month, everybody, by the way. Happy Prevention Month. Running back. Frank Gore, the ageless wonder. Why does Frank Gore always look like he's storing footballs in his cheeks for winter? (laughs) (laughs) The NFL is celebrating 100 years, which to Frank Gore was his sophomore slump. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's definitely worn a leather helmet or two. He has. He's been around forever. (laughs) Frank Gore may be fairly old for a halfback in the NFL, but his sloping forehead leads me to believe that he holds up a few fingers and tells you that he's this many years old. He's the only player in the league with contract-mandated naps at halftime. <laughs> his name should be Frank Snore. <laughs> his oh, his career that. is knocking on, on, on death's Frank door. <laughs> I remember uh, last year I got to roast him when he played for the Dolphins, and he, um, he had this thing come out. You, know, you guys know those baller websites? Yeah. Where it's like, it talks about a player's sex life. Sure. Apparently, Frank Gore had an affair with an underage girl. Oh. Yeah. Him and uh, pretty much everybody else. Though in his defense, as a running back, he he does have a tendency to insert himself into tiny holes. (laughs) (laughs) Holy May, December. (laughs) Sometimes you just gotta do what you know. That joke did way better this year than it did last year. (laughs) Then his backup, TJ Yeldon, or as he was known in Jacksonville, Leonard Forneck. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, TJ Yeldon's neck is so long and narrow that Bills fans regularly try to body slam it during tailgate <laughs> I mean, let's be real. The only reason we're talking about him is because LaShawn McCoy fucked all the way off. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard that he's a distant cousin of former West Virginia quarterback Pat White. Oh, yeah. I call bullshit. He is not a distant cousin of anything white. <laughs> <laughs> Pat White was black. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, none of this is real? <laughs> uh, and you have uh, Devin Singletary, hopefully my fantasy darling this year. Devin Singletary looks like three Websters stacked in a blue trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I catch more balls with my mouth than Devin Singletary does with his hands. <laughs> it's true, she's gross. Yeah. I love balls. Wide receiver. Andre Roberts, what do you guys got? Andre Roberts has been encouraging me to come to the beach for years now. <laughs> Holy shit, he has a huge nose. That's all I got. I have nothing yeah. structured yeah. on Andre that Roberts. That was a little racist. Edit that one out, Tanner. He kind of looks like a darker Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Is that possible? Colin Blackernick? <laughs> well. <laughs> Edit that one out. Oh, boy. The next guy, um, Buffalo Bills wide receiver and eight-time Grammy winner Janelle Monet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, folks. It's Zay Jones. Zay Jones looks like Mad TV's go-to Obama impersonator. <laughs> 
Zay Jones looks like an urban woolly woolly stuck at the North Pole. (laughs) (laughs) And then after him, we have Robert Foster. Robert Foster, a.k.a. the undigested carrot. (laughs) (laughs) Is that all you got? That's it. All right. And this guy, Cole Beasley. We're going to have some fun with this guy. The scrappy little guy, former cowboy, now a Bill. What do you guys got? So, I like Cole Beasley just because he looks like he fits in in Buffalo because he looks like he fucks like a slug. (laughs) Um, Ironically, that's what the name of his rap album is, and it's just 45 straight minutes of him crying about how his haters are salty. (laughs) (laughs) And he also has an unreleased rap album called Dropping Balls. It's not about his football career. It's about his recent puberty that he just hit. It's just 90 minutes of white noise. <laughs> I, I had some fun with this. Cole Beasley looks like the love child of a hacky sack and another hacky sack. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like you said, Cole, Be- Cole Beasley is a rapper in his free time and even released an album in 2018 called The Autobiography. I listened to a song or two. He's actually a pretty good rapper. Yeah, he's got more bars than the average Bills fan's credit card history. Ooh. There's only a few bars in Buffalo, though. Yeah. Yep. Only a few They bills. are at all of them. <laughs> yes. All right. I believe Buffalo, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say it because I... Here's... I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and you say it. You have a it. mic in your face to say it. I feel like every bar in Buffalo is more like a tavern. It is um, a drinking city with a sports problem. I mean, there has to be a bar every four there. steps. That's true. <laughs> like, what else are you going to do? Every four years in a row when they don't win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, on the wide receiver, um, John Brown. What do you guys got? I think that John Brown sounds like a name in a witness protection program. And if a witness protection program sent me to Buffalo, I'd probably just take my chances being murdered. <laughs> It's likely to happen there regardless anyway. <laughs> exactly. John Brown's family nickname is Smokey, and it was given to him when he was born because, in his words, he was born blacker than he is now. <laughs> that prompted Cole Beasley to write an Onyx epilogue to his aluminum album, <laughs> Fucks Like a Slug, and it goes like this. John Brown as a baby was blacker than a bat. John Brown as a baby was blacker than a cat. John Brown as a baby was blacker than a bat. So they dubbed him with a weirdly racist nickname. <laughs> and that's how we got to here. Did Cole, <laughs> did Cole Beasley giggle as much on the track as you did? I just can't help myself. <laughs> We're just having a lot of fun. Here. We are having fun here on Fuck You, like the Bengals. Oh. We have uh, former Bengal Tyler Croft. Tyler Croft looks like he's smiling, but it's actually just gas. He looks so much like a penis, I almost like him. (laughs) I said said Tyler Croft looks like the church bully. (laughs) As a former Bengal, Tyler obviously learned a lot from Andy Dalton. Uh, First and foremost being how to look like a stupid asshole and disappoint an entire fan base. (laughs) Oh, man. I love Andy. I'm I'm a fan of Andy Mm -hmm. this year. All right. And the backup tight end, Lee Smith... Lee Smith looks nice enough to offer to fix your car, but dumb enough to not know how to. <laughs> hey, man, I know what a carburetor is. It has the word car in it, right? <laughs> Dion Dawkins, he looks adorable. I don't like to make fun of the mentally handicapped, but Dion Dawkins looks like a dingleberry on Frank Gore's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Dion Dawkins looks like your little sister that you're terrified to tell about her goatee. <laughs> Dion, he looks like a gigantic child. He looks like Jay Cole if the first line to no role models was first things first, rest in peace, the dog from Marley and me. <laughs> I've also never seen a receding facial hairline before. He really is. <laughs> that is impressive. He looks adorable. He's Dion Hawkins. Oh, that's good. That's real good. And then his backup, Cody, or the other offensive tackle on the other side, Cody Ford. 
Um, Cody Ford neglects hair care the way most NFL players neglect child support payments. He looks like Jay Swole. <laughs> uh, I also had a interesting fact. Cody Ford is the first NFL player in history to store his playbook in his hair. He, my jokes on Cody Ford got absolutely nothing. That's okay. Oh, I like it. Could uh, store a lot of things in that hair. He can. His hopes and dreams. Bullies in Buffalo. It's so. exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And now we're going to move to those guards, starting with uh, Bills and former Titans offensive lineman Quentin Spain. This is a doozy. Um, in 2017, Bills and former Titans offensive guard Quentin Spain was drugged by a woman he met at an Orlando nightclub and had over $113,000 in jewelry stolen from him, including a gold chain and a Rolex watch. Woof. Yes. He claims to have not remembered anything after she made him a drink. He then went back to her and asked if she could make him a drink to help him not remember his first four years with the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like an overcooked potato. <laughs> Quinn Spain looks like Big Worm if the movie Friday would have taken a place on a Sunday. Uh, like also, I s- Rachel, can I make you a drink? Yes. <laughs> Tanner, edit that out. Um, I will say that robbery was a ballsy move to try and rob a guy who looks like Kimbo Slice's stunt double. <laughs> he looks like Kimbo Slice's of pizza. God. So Kimbo Slice. I just want to say Kimbo Slice. Yeah. Rest in peace, Kimbo Slice. All right, Pete, And the other offensive guard, John Feliciano, I said he looks like Daddy Yankee's brother, Creepy Uncle Yankee. <laughs> John Feliciano looks like a buffet made him an offer that he couldn't refuse. <laughs> That's a Bill's Mafia joke. Hey, <laughs> now we're affiliated. We are affiliated. Uh, as we're, we're Bengals fans, I feel like we're part of the Bill's Mafia. Yeah, yeah you guys yeah. definitely are. Yes. We're, yeah. we're Bill's Mafia. Did a Mafia lot of really, adjacent. really good things for that city. We're going to cling to that. You guys, we're, we're both going to cling to that for like, what, 30 years? I'm never going to get over it. I'll never live yeah. another 30 years, so. Yeah, definitely. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Yep. Ooh, good Drake reference. <laughs> Um, and the center, Mitch Morse. Mitch Morse looks like if the entire Bills fan base was combined into one person. Mitch Morse looks like a busted condom with a pubic hair still on. <laughs> so his contract was for $44 million for four years, and that's not even the most the league has paid for a broken condom. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. With the pubic hair still on. <laughs> Wow. Uh, follow your dreams, guys. Really good <laughs> you <job>. too. <laughs> Defense. Trent Murphy. Trent Murphy looks like Ed Sheeran if he only wrote love songs about assault rifles. <laughs> when God was handing out Buffalo Bills, Trent Murphy thought he said Buffalo Kills, and he said, point me towards the black. <laughs> Then we are going to go to those defensive tackles, starting with Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver looks so much like a fat version of Usher that his hype <laughs> song is, These are my concessions. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, you got it, fat. Ed Oliver's surname is indicative to exactly where on Jordan Poyer's wife that he put his penis. <laughs> Oliver. And then the other defensive tackle. Holy shit. <laughs> this guy's a doozy. Star Lotulale. Holy fuck. He looks like if Billy Buffalo only took off his face. <laughs> he looks like if when he heard Buffalo Bill, he thought of Silence of the Lambs. And he got the wrong idea. That's a, I mean, he puts new meaning to neck beard. There isn't a neck, it's just a beard. I'm terrified to look at him. <laughs> I just can't stop looking at him. It's amazing. It's all of it. It's Did so impressive. Did he just come out of hiding out of a ditch? That 80s haircut. It's, he's beautiful. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, speaking of he's beautiful and you're wrong, linebacker Lorenzo Alexander, he looks like if someone left Cory Booker in the dryer for too long. Is that Frank Gore's grandpa? He looks like my dad. Probably. Oh! Oh, we got it. And then uh, linebacker Daryl Johnson. Daryl Johnson uh, looks like the product of Lil Wayne's bee stung urethra. 
Love your music, though. He's tight. A couple of girls I used to know, like, he performed at Riverbend, like, what, a couple nights ago? Yeah, like two nights ago, yeah. Uh, so um, I was going through, like, Snapchat stories and stuff, and there were a couple of girls I know um, that, like, were backstage at his concert. Really? They were just posting videos of them, like, backstage, like, going crazy and shit. Like, How? Um, and um, we're going to go to those DBs and safeties, starting with Tremaine Edmonds. Now, here's something that a lot of people don't know, okay? So, stay with me here. Johnny Tremaine is a 1934 novel written by Esther Forbes. Got it. Which tells the story of a silversmith badly injuring his hand in a molten silver incident and being forced to find a new trade. This explains the Tremaine Edmonds signing, as silver has plagued Buffalo, being in second place for mostly four years in a row, and wanting everybody to find a new way of life as well. <laughs> I love to see that. It was really sad. <laughs> he looks like Urkel started smoking weed. <laughs> I meant to say. Did I do Did I do all? <laughs> what did I do? It's a ballsy move to do when your next door neighbor's a cop. <laughs> <laughs> and safety, Jordan Boyer, who looks like a Kroger brand Steph Curry. Oh. What do you got, Rachel? So, uh, Antonio Brown turned down the opportunity to play for the Bills, supposedly because he's had sex with Gordon Poyer's wife, who is a smoke show. We'll give her that. She is. She is uh, she a former trainer for the Steelers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll get to that. We will get to that. <laughs> That's I'm also why um, LeBron James doesn't play for the Bills, along with John Mayer, Charlie Sheen, Tiger Woods. Don Rickles, all of the cucumbers in the produce section, Kurt Cobain, Alex Rodriguez, Ray J, Alvin Theodore, but not Simon, a prank handshake shocker, and most of the road cones on the I-90. Me too. That's why I don't play for the Bills either. I also... <laughs> that and a, um, a uh, cavalcade of reasons. <laughs> Kickers and punters, we're going to go to them. Starting with Stephen Hauschka. Stephen Hauschka looks like if Coldplay was a personality type. Stephen Hauschka looks like he would ask me about my taxes way too much. Um, he looks like every oh. frat guy Jordan Poyer's wife has ever fucked. <laughs> Chet, Brad, Shane, Jack. Robbie. I was in a fraternity too. Yeah. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> and then finally, the punter, Corey Bayorquez. What do you guys got? So this guy signed with the Pats as an undrafted free agent last year. Okay. So, oh, how the unmighty have fallen. <laughs> Corey Boyorquez may have attended the University of New Mexico, but he definitely looks like he attended the University of Regular Mexico. <laughs> I said Corey Boyorquez looks like Patrick Ma Apartments instead of Patrick Ma Apartments. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Ma Section 8. <laughs> Oh, Patrick my project. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Predictions and bullshit. Bills, two hundred and thirty-six. Bengals. Um, I'm gonna say six. Pretty close. Yeah, player of the game. I'm gonna say Alex Erickson, who has nine thousand two hundred and fourteen punt return yards. Pretty good. All get taken back. Uh, all of which get taken back due to blocking in the back penalties. Yeah. So it's really unfortunate. So it's gonna be. It might be a tough game. Two thirty. Two thirty-eight to six. Is that what I said? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you said that. Um, That's what I'm going for. Va. What's your prediction? Well, my prediction is this is exactly the point where the Bengals like to have us as fans. Where remember when our expectations were so low the first week? Yep. And then they exceeded them. Then our they expectations were so high the next week, and they completely underperformed. I catch your drift. I like your drift. I think they're going into this week, now that we all feel like shit again, they're going to taper that out. I think that this is going to be the first win. It's going to be at Buffalo. People who are Bengals fans who are there will probably get stabbed. That's what almost happened to me mm -hmm. when I was it's there. One That's what happens another. to most Bills I, fans, too. I might be the one. Yeah, it might, it might be Rachel. Be so I'm stab adjacent right now. Um, <laughs> so in that spirit, I'm going to keep it close. Uh, Bengals 24, Bills 21. All right. Player of the game, Andy Dalton. Love again. Um, so I don't really have so much of a prediction as just to let you guys know that 
whether or not the Bills are 2-0, and this is what they do. It's like being in an abusive relationship. They tell you that they love you at the beginning of the season and just like every white trash jort wearing boyfriend I have ever had, they're going to put me back in my place. Oh, so yes. you guys have a chance. That is our... It will be fine. I like that. And no matter what, Andy Dalton is going to get cheered when he runs on the field because that city loves him because they gave he gave them hope. There's, uh, I have reason to believe that that Buffalo loves Cincinnati more than Cincinnati, or Buffalo loves Andy Dalton more than Cincinnati. (laughs) I think that, um, Buffalo loves Cincinnati more than Buffalo loves Buffalo, but I mean, I've lived there for a really long time and I understand why. Well, I mean, we have a congruence, you know, as a, as a city and as fans, like overall, so it was really cool to have you here and this was, yeah, this was, (laughs) you're a Bills fan also? I am, I mean, I'm. Ride or die, Bills fan. Yeah. Love that team. Um, I hope someday before I die, I see a Super Bowl. But um, I don't have a ton a of Super hope Bowl ever. <laughs> right. I would just like to go to the Super Bowl again. Because no. <laughs> I don't expect to win. I mean, I was alive for the four that they lost. That, so. Yeah, because uh, I was talking to a um, friend of ours, Cam O'Connor. Oh, yeah. He, you, yeah. Know, you know Cam? He's fellow, been the games with us. Die yeah. hard. Cam came fan. to the, the Bengals-Bills game here <laughs> with me. On the weekend of my 30th birthday, and we had a great nice. time. Nice. No, Cam's a really good dude, and I was talking to him because he is um, he's a diehard Bills fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he's from Indianapolis. They moved to Cypher Bay, they moved back to Indianapolis. And I asked him, like, why are you a Bills fan? It seems super random. And he just looked at me and went, four Super Bowls. Yeah. That's what it is. They were the best team in the league for they four years. You they can argue that. Jim I mean, Kelly, really Thurman Thomas. You could argue the Cowboys. Bruce Smith. Andre Reid. Andre Reid, yeah. <laughs> Jim Kelly? Is that a Jim Kelly? Oh, yeah. yeah. Jim Kelly was incredible. Yeah. He was still kicking at that. I know. Man. I only know. He jaw, but he's still alive. I know those names from uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. <laughs> like, that's where I learned all my sports acumen, like, even how to play the game and stuff. Oh, yeah. Scott Norwood, too. Yeah, there you go. He's a kicker, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scott, Scott Norwood. Norwood. No. Greatest player. Scotty Norwood. Giants history. <laughs> Wait, what? Brought a lot of sadness <laughs> to the city, Scott, if you're out there somewhere. That, God, that sucks. It's the biggest kick of his life. He's got a hundred million people watching. Oh, yeah. That had to have been awful. I would be convulsing in my trousers. Oh, I'm sure that he was, like, suicidal. I wouldn't even... Oh, I don't doubt He's pushing on the exit door trying to get out of the plane on the way back. I wouldn't want to go back to that city. Most people are terrible. Yeah, it was like a Bill Buckner type shit. (laughs) No, because... God, rest in peace, Bill Buckner. Bill Buckner had over 2,000 career hits. He was a... He was a very good player for a long time. We're going to talk about baseball. Bill Buckner was a great player for a very long time, but in the 86 World Series against the Mets, Mookie Wilson hit that ground ball and just went between Buckner's legs. Fucking Mookie. Yeah. I will say, though, watching that play, my favorite thing about that is the moment the crowd realizes that the ball went between his legs because that, like, yeah... That the entire crowd had was deafening. Yeah, I mean, but that's the, that's sports in <clears throat> Buffalo in general. Like the Sabers have gone through it too. They had like a, a no goal where they were, you know, steps away from being part of the Stanley Cup. Wasn't and, it like a? Um, you've seen the movie Bruce Almighty, right? I have. It's the only movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it's. <laughs> was I watched it, it every night to fall asleep. Wasn't it like um, he was a reporter and he was covering the Sabers and like some, in like this dream he had like the Sabers won the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a dream. Yep. Definitely a dream. <laughs> Fucking yeah. pipe dream. Yeah. They uh, they don't have as good a luck as the Bills. Yeah. We'll call this Deion Sanders week on the podcast as we cover multiple sports on one day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so, finally, uh, plugs. Vincent Aswan, what do you got? Well, I guess I'm not going to plug the show that I'm about to do in like an hour, but... Uh, I can, Mixwell's in Northside. I'll talk about Mixwell's next week and we'll tell you how that went. Uh, I guess on the, uh, the the forthcoming horizon, October 10th at the Village Tavern. Do it. We've got some uh, some good acts coming through, mostly from Indy. We've got DJ Dangler headlining. Fucking great comic. Yeah. Go D- see him. And oh, there's more. That, oh. There's dual headliners. There's DJ Dangler and there's Lucas Waterfield doing a one-two punch. Murderer. Murderers. I also got David Brooks, Gwen Sunkel, and I got a couple old cats from New York. There's not a in. person on that lineup that's not good. That's what I'm saying. It's insane. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be free. And it's gonna be dope. 
seating at eight, show at nine, and there's still uh, available seating in the front row, leather seat VIP, which comes with two drinks out of my pocket. So if you want to uh, get a piece of that action, hit me up, VA Bennett, V.A. Bennett on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Mr. Fudang, Twitter, VA Comedy, and thanks for listening. I love you. And, uh, I, hey, asshole, I got some plugs. No, I was just saying, yeah, I knew you had plugs. I wasn't, I'm not saying it was dumb. <laughs> Yeah, because then we say we only have... Alex, you got some plugs? Yes, I do, sir. Um, why did I say sir? Uh, November 7th, I will be at Pivot Brewing in Lexington, Kentucky. Mike Fields' show. That's going to be a fun one. Um, December 12th through the 15th, I will be at the Liberty Funny Bone opening for John Reap. And here's a big one that um, Cincinnati might get a little giddy over. Um, October 16th, just found this out yesterday, I, as of now, will be at the Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana. Nice. Yeah. Good man. That should be a fun one. Um, so, and what are your, do you have any plugs, Rachel? Plugs? Sure, yeah. You know what? I um, I bartend at a little hole in the wall called 312 on Blash Road in Sycamore Township. So, okay. if you're ever out on a Saturday night, uh, come see us. And that said, looking for a bartender to work yeah. with me. You want, you want to tell people about what just happened out there? Uh, please, no, yeah, please, a, please do. We had a um, uh, a little bit of a brawl oh, on boy. the patio on Saturday night. Plug your brawl. Um, <laughs> my brawl was about a dozen people just beating the hell out of each other. Uh, one guy got thrown over the side of the patio, then they picked up a chair and threw it at him. Um, oh, boy. But at the end of it, um, the other bartender who works with me, God bless his soul, love him to death, um, does not want to be there anymore, and I do not blame him. Um, so I'm looking for a dude to wing for me and also keep me from getting my ass kicked. Oh, so that is a hell of a brawl. <laughs> if anybody's out there and wants to have a good time, we make good money, um, and it's a fun place. A 312? I'm, I'm a blast. So, yeah, yeah come wave with me. All right. So, VA? I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck you, you. Buffalo Bills. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. Will the next person that sees anybody throw anything on this field, point them out, and get them out of here. You don't live in Cleveland. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.